Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Everyone is howling about Paws of Fury. It's the most fun comedy of the summer. Hank, I am your father. What? No, I'm not. <laughs> and Samuel L. Jackson is hilarious. What the mother father cock of spaniels going on here? Paws of Fury. Only in theaters this Friday. Rated PG. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we are coming to you live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network, X-Zone TV, and on shortwave. My producer tonight at Master Control is the one and only Green Hornet. And uh, the Green Hornet is with me Friday nights here as we bring you the X-Zone. We're in a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. We're in a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. The X-Zone comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network and our fine family of broadcast affiliates across Canada, the United States, Central America, South America, the Caribbean, 20 Asian countries, the Pacific Rim, and in Europe. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. That is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our websites, xzoneradio.com, which is our main site. xzonetv.com is where you watch and listen to the show during the live broadcast. And xzonestore.com. My guest this hour is Dalton Walker. We had the pleasure of having Dalton on the show a couple of weeks ago. And over the period of time, Dalton sent me a number of photographs and scans of documents that we have posted at www.xzone-radio.com forward slash dalton.htm. That's www.xzone-radio.com forward slash dalton.htm. Dalton has in his possession a rock that is confirmed not to be a meteorite. Um, it did fall out of the sky. It is confirmed not from this Earth through pro, uh, preliminary laboratory testing. Basically, the source of origin of this rock is unknown. In 2000, testing was conducted by NASA, 
In 2003, testing was conducted by the Department of Energy and the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. After the government testing, all files have been sealed. Now, this is a quote from uh, Dalton. What I, do, what I do know, and I can confirm through experiments, there is a strange and unusual energy emitted from this rock unknown to scientists. The energy stops ice melting at room temperature or any temperature above freezing. The energy also kills insects instantly, mummifying insect bodies after their death in four days, causes damage to electrical equipment and melts glass with no heat. This is caused by some form or several forms of suspected non-ionizing radiation. I have learned the energy emitted may be composed of multiple forms of radiation. Testing for these forms of radiation can only be done by testing in the non-visible radiation light spectrum. This energy cannot be detected with a Geiger counter. Since the U.S. government has sealed all of its records in regards to my rock, I have no choice but to seek testing from some qualified private scientist or laboratory to detect and identify the energy. Maybe through your radio program you could assist me in finding a scientist or scientific laboratory qualified to assist me in further testing of this unidentified energy. I am willing to pay for laboratory services. However, I am having a hard time finding a private laboratory for testing since very few scientists have the expertise or equipment to conduct such testing. Over the next hour, we're going to hear Dalton as he takes us through the photographs and the scans that he sent to me here in the X-Zone. They are posted at www.xzone-radio.com forward slash dalton.htm. Dalton Walker and I are together on the other side of this two-minute break. Don't go away. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. 
Are you interested in the paranormal, ghosts, UFOs, or psychic phenomenon? Join me, Tim Bartley, co-host of Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, coming mid-January 2017 to the XZBN. We will channel spirits live and talk to them, revealing all kinds of amazing information. Spiritual attachments will be found and removed on the show, and so much more. To find out when you can listen to Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, visit www.xzbn.net for listeners on both sides of the veil. Walker is our guest for this hour, and on this show over the years, we've had so many people say so many things that they are never able to back up what they say. I must admit, ExoNation, that Dalton Walker has backed up everything that he said by sending us scans of the documents that he said were in his possession. When I first talked to Dalton, I did not believe him. Dalton, I owe you an apology. Thank you very much for sending us the information that is posted at www.xzone-radio.com forward slash dalton.htm. Welcome back to the show. All right, thank you. All right, Dalton, uh, do you have that page in front of you? Uh, it, it's the last one. It's dot .htm or html? htm. Okay. It's www. Exxon dash radio dot com forward slash Dalton dot htm. Okay, I've done that and I'm getting a no page display. Um, I don't know if your listeners are getting that same thing, but I got the pictures in front of me so I can still deal with it. All right, I have the page up here. Mm -hmm. All right, now. Now, what we did was we labeled them in the same numbered series that you sent them to us so mm. that we could make it nice and easy. Figure number one, or scan number one, is three photos. It looks like you're using a postal service uh, ruler to give, yeah. us, give, to give us the... Um, the size of the rock. Now, unfortunately, this is a very fuzzy picture. I was wondering if you could, if you could give us the, uh, the width of the rock on, on the top picture. Okay, uh, let me just say, first of all, they are fuzzy because uh, I took this with a uh, uh, one-time-use camera. Okay. It had a flash on it, mm -hmm. and what what's happening there is that energy is interfering with mm -hmm. this, even in the color pictures. 
but your dimensions are approximately one and a half inch, and as you can see, everything is irregularly shaped. Yeah. But approximately one and a half inch all the way around. All right. Now, uh, okay, so let's go down, and we see that in figure or scan number two, there are three more photos of the rock. Figure number three is nice and clear, showing uh, the the uh, one, two, three photos of the rock. Now, the top photo in figure number three looks as if it's a cross section of the rock. Well, it, uh, none of it is really in cross sections because uh, these were taken. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Here to that uh, uh, core sample being taken. Okay. So everything is together. And I want to say now, you're not going to get the benefit of seeing these laser beams because of that. Okay. All right, so let's go down once again. Uh, figure number four is just more photos of it. Figure number five is more photos. Figure... Are these are different color photos now that you're looking at. Uh, figure number five is, uh, there's one, two, three. Figure number five on the bottom right-hand side has a lamp base, I believe. Mm, right, that was uh, part of my uh, 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 correction to uh, on that. Uh, when you're looking at that base, I was trying to make sure that mm -hmm. uh, I had some point of reference of some kind of known object in the room. All right. Now, let's see. And all, once again, Exonation, all these photos are at www.exzone-radio.com forward slash Dalton, D-A-L-T-O-N dot H-T-M. And Dalton, I'm getting emails and MSN messages from listeners saying, yep, they've got the photos up on their website. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, so let's go down to number five. Now, if there's anything in specific that you'd like to tell us about any of these photos as we're going through it, please jump in. Okay. All right, photo number five. Um, the, the, the rock seems to be a different color in, in figures number six than in figures number five. What color are you looking at? What colors are you seeing? All right, in figure number five, there are four there are four photos, and it looks like a piece of coal in the in figure number six, compared to figures number five through one, which has got different colors in it. Uh, number six. All right. Now, first of all, when I took these pictures, I snap, change, uh, turn it over, snap, turn it over, snap, turn it over. And I thought I told you last time, I don't know if you remember this, but I was telling you that the energy or the radiation, now I just want everybody to understand, I call it an energy, but mm -hmm. energy is composed of these radiations. And I can't say, say that scientifically because, again, that's mm -hmm. why I'm seeking a scientist to assist me in trying to understand this thing. But the overall energy functions separately from its radiations. And on these radiations, the one that you see with that color on it, is basically emitting a specific type of radiation. So when you see a violet uh, 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 color, mm -hmm. or if you see a blue color, 
uh, or if some of them look like they're mauvish, these are your different wavelengths that's being emitted, that's being picked up from that particular surface. All right. Now, when you look at this other, uh, the one that's really was fascinating to NASA and that's really blew NASA away is the w- ones that's dark. You, the, the, uh, the rock itself looks dark, yes. solid dark, but you can see objects in the background. That should not be. Uh, if you can see the object in the background, you should be able to see the rock. If you look at the ones that's in that bright sunlight, you mm-hmm. can see that. Yes. You can see the actual rock. Yep. Now, again, I'm taking these at a distance of about five or six inches away, and the ones that you see with the color in this, in the blackness and all this good stuff, they're taken with that throwaway, uh, with that one-time-use camera. But now the ones that are specifically clear mm-hmm. were taken with a professional, highly expensive telephoto lens camera. We did not take that baby close up. We had to take that at about two or three arm lengths away. But one thing happened, though, when we took it, we tried to take some with flash, and it ended up damaging the camera's flash. And I was lucky because I didn't have to buy a camera because it wasn't a permanent damage because we got the camera away fast enough from that energy. <laughs> All right. Now, number seven, uh, Dalton, is, uh, is two photos. And it looks as if you have the rock being suspended within a glass container. Yes, it is. Right. And if you're noticing that, now, let me just say another thing. It's a very important point about that. All the images that you see, you will never see the true color of this rock, Mm -hmm. except for in that glass container, because when I took this, this was taken immediately before sending it to NASA because I want documentation that I had my rock. (laughs) I want them to take it. If they tried to take it, I want to show my evidence here. Now, these are the closest true colors and images of this thing, and the reason you're seeing that because... Uh, at this time, the glass has not really started taking off melting, uh, and you were able to really, I was able to really block that energy, so you're able to see that. And you're going to see that that little dish that is sitting in is a yellow color. Uh, after, uh, after so long, that dish turned to solid clear. You couldn't see the yellow any longer. Unreal. Yeah. Okay, let's go to um, number number eight, which looks like some more photos of the of the rock um number nine is once again the same photos you t- you, t- well, you know you've got a, a lot of photos here no they're not the same nothing you're seeing every one of those was snapped with separate surfaces they may look the same but they're not the same none of them uh one, like i said once again it was snap turn snap turn snap turn now uh when i got to when i finished turning mm-hmm. i just turned all those once I got, the, it's got about four surfaces on it, but I see you're seeing more there. But now there's also different lighting that I'm exposing it to as well. So I want to make sure. And just let me just say one thing now. I did not anticipate these photos. I did not know what I was getting into. I just taken them, like I told you, as evidence yeah. of my rock. But when I got them back, uh, that's when I learned that this thing was snapping with different colors. So, yeah, it does look like they're the same. But if you, uh, for example, on the colors that look mauve, it looks like they're the same shots. But if you look at them closely, you'll see that they're different distances as well. Okay. So nothing is the same. All right, let's go right down to number 13 now. This is a letter from uh, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, Lyndon B. Johnson Space Center. That's the one I was telling you about where this guy's making this asinine statement talking about OSHA. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not allowing him to do work on it. 
I'd say, all right, now for our for our listeners who do not have access to the internet because they may be in their car or their boat or mm-hmm. yeah, somewhere driving, I'm going to read it. It's addressed to uh, to Dalton Walker, and it says, "Dear Mr. Walker, the date is uh, February 13th, 2001." Oh, by the way, tell him who it's from now. Uh, I, I will as we get down. Okay, the bottom. all right. <laughs> all right, thank you for your thank you for the sample you sent me. I'm afraid, however, that I have to send it back without examining it. You claim that it gives off a radiation unmeasurable by a Geiger counter. I am afraid that our OSHA requirements do not permit us to handle such materials. I cannot even try to verify this claim. I am required to simply send it back as is. I noticed that received here there was some broken glass in the bottom of the sealed uh, container. I don't know if this was the condition you sent it, but... That is how I received it. Best regards, Mike Zolinski. Mike Zolinski is the top man, the top, the highest geology known in NASA. Can't get no higher. Mm-hmm. All right, I, but uh, you know what I see from this letter is because I, I something that that I would have put in this uh, correspondence was the letter, a copy of the letter that you sent to them. Because here, here he is saying, you know, thank you for the sample you sent me. I'm afraid, however, that I had to send it back without examining. You claim that it gives off a radiation unmeasurable by a Geiger counter. So I can understand why they did not want to open it and examine it. If you who are sending to them are saying, hey, listen, I believe that for one reason or another that it's giving off uh, a radiation that I cannot measure by a Geiger counter. That's a lie. And also, I did not send them a letter prior to sending it. At that time, what happened is we had to make the case to send it to NASA. And I had to make my case through the John Glenn Research Center. Mm -hmm. And Albert Uhoss, you see the, uh, uh, I don't know if you got it there, but Albert Uhoss has an affidavit that I sent you showing that he was indeed a part of this. Uh, Albert Uhoss made the uh, case. Once he made the case and once he established that we were permitted uh, through the GR, uh, through the John Glenn Research Center, and through NASA to have it received that John, uh, John. Do you sell dietary supplements? If so, you may know that the Food and Drug Administration and the Federal Trade Commission regulate your sales presentations. Violation of the federal rules can lead to stiff penalties. You really must know the law. Fortunately, help is just a phone call away. Law Talk Incorporated has produced a CD series. Four CD interviews with renowned attorney Jonathan W. E. Mord that explain the legal limits on sales presentations. The CD series guides you through FDA and FTC regulation, explaining the law that governs sales presentations, website content, and health claims, as well as global restrictions on supplement sales. This is a must-buy for network marketers and supplement companies alike. To obtain the CD series, call 1-888-RU-FREE-1. 1-888-RU-F-R-E-E-1. That's 1-888-783-7331. Call today. There's a new kind of television station that presents movies without commercial interruption that you can watch without any sort of subscription fee. Find out online at whitesprings.tv. The people who bring you Talkstar Radio have a television network you can watch for free on the Internet 
direct from space on your own small dish and receiver or on a growing number of TV stations and cable systems across America. White Springs TV presents a great mix of movie greats and not-so-greats, as well as more recent family-friendly titles. The movies are commercial-free. Between the movies are cartoons, soundies, previews, classic TV, and two-wheelers. Go to whitesprings.tv. That's www.whitesprings.tv. A service of White Springs Media, a new kind of commercial-free movie channel you can watch for free. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and this portion of the Exxon is being brought to you by Amethyst Wildfire and Answers from Your Angels. If you'd like to get an answer from your angel, visit her website at www.answersfromyourangels.com. And if you'd like to order a set of the Singing Crystal Bowls, visit www.amethystwildfire.com. Dalton Walker is our special guest. Our website that we're using to display the information that Dalton sent to us is www.xzone-radio.com forward slash Dalton. Dot htm. That's www.xzone, and then you put a hyphen, radio.com forward slash Dalton dot htm. Dalton, we are now looking at image number 14. All right, I got him up now. <laughs> I got this thing working. All right, okay. we're looking at image number 14. It is a letter from the Department of Health and Human Services dated November the 3rd, 2003. And I was wondering if you could read it to our listeners. Okay. Uh, I want to do that, Rob, but I want to finish. Uh, I'll do that. I want to finish. After we do this, I want to finish up with that NASA letter, okay? Well, if you'd like to finish off the NASA letter, go. let's uh, finish that first. Okay. On the NASA letter, first of all, you, uh, everybody, you read it to everybody. Yeah. And I just wanted to let everybody know that, first of all, OSHA does not control NASA's laboratory. That's the first lie in that letter. Uh, the second lie in that letter is that he stated that I said it was a radiation that was not uh, detectable by Geiger counter. Mm-hmm. 
actually what happened is Al Uhaus had instructed me to take it to Wayne State University and have U- Wayne State University tested to see if it was uh, uh, was uh, could be picked up as with background radiation. And after that, what happened was after that test, then we got the uh, 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 we made the case to have it sent to NASA Johnson Space Center. I was introduced to the team. There was a, a three-man team that was supposed to uh, be conducting the testing. And also I was introduced to, as I said, the top uh, geologist, top geologist in NASA that was Michael Zielinski. Now, uh, I, I had called Michael Zielinski, and Michael Zielinski and I had talked for about an hour or so, and I went through the whole thing all with him because he was trying to understand why are we allowing you to send us this thing? What makes this so special, and why you? So we finally got through that. So uh, he knew of that everything that was going on with this thing, and uh, he didn't have no. And I asked him for all questions. He answered. I answered all his questions, and then he received it. So that letter was basically uh, the whole thing was just a smoke screen. So after that letter was received, after they done the testing, and after he issued me that letter, uh, that was a gag order issued uh, from the uh, John Glenn Research Center to all NASA scientists and all government scientists. They were not allowed to talk to me regarding this matter at all. How do you know there was a gag order issued? Because now Albert Uhaus, as I said, it was uh, dealing with me all along. Now I, I, I didn't nobody tell me specifically that was a gag order. But what happened was Al Uhaus was working with me on this thing with free flow of information. Uh, I in uh, Michael Zelensky talking to him, free flow of information. After the testing. Uh, as the testing was going on, within the week of the testing that was going on, I had called the director of John Glenn Research Center, and I had spoken with him personally because he, uh, at first he was having time, him and I was having a hard time contacting because he just did not talk to regular people that called there. He, you have to go through his underlings. So he finally found out who I was, and I actually talked directly with him. And then I explained everything to him while that thing was at the NASA Johnson Space Center. So after that testing was done, I could not, nobody would talk to me. It was as if there was a wall put up. Al Uhos had a wall put up around him. Uh, he said very little after that, and it was just a matter of me sending everything back. And nobody could, uh, nobody would give me any information. They wouldn't even try to explain to me if I was in danger or not. Could it be, you know, after reading uh, the uh, letter, mm-hmm. in, uh, let me see, uh, figure 14, it says, regarding your letter to the Department of Health and Human Services Office of the uh, Secretary dated October 2, 2003, your letter, al- uh, your, le- your letter alleges that employees of the Food and Dar- Drug Administration lied to you and falsified test results, specifically tests for non-ionizing radiation on two rock samples submitted to you by, uh, submitted by you to the FDA. However, we believe that you misunderstood the results presented to you and that you did not give Mr. Barron the opportunity to explain the misunderstanding during the telephone conversation on September 25. Mm-hmm. Mr. Barron spoke with you on numerous occasions uh, over several months mm-hmm. and made several calls on your behalf to the Department of Army and other others to arrange testing of your rocks for non-ionizing radiation emissions. When those arrangements did not materialize, Mr. James agreed to test the rocks at the FDA laboratory. At your request, Mr. Barron can, uh, coordinated all activities with Joel Rab- Rabofsky, 
Yerobovsky. At the Department of Energy, Mr. James tested the two rock samples at your request as a favor to you, even though it is not the FDA's responsibility or jurisdiction to do so. He did now, not. I want you to really wait a sec. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm going to read the whole thing. Now, go ahead. He did not test the rocks under the supervision of Joel Drabovsky. Your September 12th letter requested that Mr. James test for non-ionizing radiation, specifically ultraviolet and visual radiation. More specific, non-ionizing radiation, which is uh, stimulative in visual and infrared. Mr. James' measurements utilize state-of-the-art optical radiation detectors, a thermal camera, ultraviolet visible spectrometer, and picowatt power meter, which are extremely sensitive to these radiation wavelengths. Mr. James found no evidence of ultraviolet, visible, or infrared radiation being emitted from the rock samples. Mr. James did forward copies of your letter of September 12, along with all attachments to Mr. Barron and uh, Joel Robinsky. Robovsky. He did not refuse to do so as implied by you, nor has Mr. James refused to distribute test results to anyone also implied by you. Finally, Mr. James returned the rock samples to you in the same condition as received, wrapped in aluminum foil. No implication of hazard can be made from this. Right. Mm-hmm. So the test what, results, what the, just a second, hold on, just a, just a second, just a second. The test results Mr. James sent you are not falsified. Mm -hmm. They clearly show that the rocks do not emit non-ionizing, ultraviolet, visible, or infrared radiation. The test results you included in your September 12 letter indicate the rocks were exposed to infrared radiation to determine chemical composition, not that the rocks emit such radiation. Therefore, the tests are not in conflict. Mm -hmm. So here you've got... This this letter saying that they could not find anything right with your rocks, and that's their position. That's going to be their position all along. But you got to understand. Here is what you was reading that letter. They were claiming that I sent that letter to them for them to test. That's the implication of that letter. Are you getting that? Well, you know, I'm I'm getting I'm getting. Well, I'm just saying here. I want to explain this because first of all, it was not supposed to have been sent to. The Food and Drug Administration. The Food and Drug Administration has no capability of testing for non-ionizing radiation. Uh, the, uh, the EPA was uh, assigned to Congress. Uh, the Congress assigned the EPA to conduct non-ionizing testing radiation and allowed them the equipment for that because that's special equipment. Mm-hmm. Now, the Congress removed the non-ionizing radiation testing from the EPA and gave it to the Department of Energy. That's who now is responsible in the U.S. for conducting all non-ionizing radiation. Now. When Ms. Barron and I talked in the case, in, in to have that case made, to have the uh, rock sent to them, mm-hmm. it was understood that the Army was supposed to conduct that testing, and the Army had charged, wanted $3,400 to do that testing. Mm-hmm. I told them I did not have that $3,400 to do the testing. The Department of Energy stepped in and says, we're going to assume all of that uh, $3,400. Now, they're claiming, based on what you read, that that testing failed through with the Army, and then that they did the testing. Well... FDA has no capability of doing non-ionized radiation testing, and they had no intentions of doing non-ionized radiation testing. This is why I'm, my, I suspect that the Army done that testing, and they did not tell me because here's the thing. They kept it for three weeks, three solid weeks, yeah. start to finish. I, I, I timed it because after the third week, 
I started calling around and trying to get it back, and they wouldn't give it back to me. That's when I started walking the chain. So we know it, I know it was not at the Department of Food and, uh, uh, Food and Drug Administration because I asked them who had it. They would not tell me. They would not even talk to me. And when he tried to get it back, they had to go through a series of phone calls to get it back. So the testing – now, another reason why I said that they lied is because – after I got the test results back, now you're going up on a break. You want me to explain this when you come back from the break? I'm not going on a break yet. Okay. All right. Well, the reason I uh, 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 said it was lying because that's when I sent emails out around to everybody, and I had a website up with those letters on there. Mm-hmm. I had those scientists reading it. I had a Canadian scientist look at it, and I had a U.S. scientist look at it, and they are the ones that was firm in their belief that the U.S. government was lying to me. All right, now hold on here, hold on here. So far, I'm seeing a letter from NASA that is that is non-committal. I'm reading this mm-hmm. letter here from the Department of Health and Human Sciences that sciences that say there's nothing right. abnormal about this rock. Mm-hmm. Then I go to uh, figure number 18 from the Department of Environmental Quality. Mm-hmm. And it says, on May the 20th, 2003, at your request, we visited your home to perform a radiological survey of a rock sample for evidence of radioactivity. We mm-hmm. found no unusual radiation readings and concluded that the rock was free of radioactive material or contamination. Right. Now, the so, reason- everybody, so far from oh. what I see, people are saying there's nothing... Absolutely, that's their position. Yeah, so, so why do you still think that there's something strange with this rock? Because I'm testing it and I'm getting the results. Let me tell you another thing, too. You said, I told you before, mm-hmm. that uh, I told you that the uh, science, NASA scientist told me I was allowed, not allowed to dispose of it. Well, the, when I told, when you said, you thought that was an incredible statement for that person to make. Well, that was not so a credible statement because of uh, the contamination factor of that letter. Once he made that statement to me, he then instructed me to contact the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. And as you can see on the bottom of that letter, you'll see that letter is CC to Roland Lickus. NRC Region 3. I called the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, and I told them what I had. Uh, and then they said, well, you know, you could be held under the Patriot Act if you did dispose of that. So hey, we wh- are confirming that that NASA scientist has given you good advice. Wait, which, not wait a second. Hold on here. I cannot find any CCs. No, on the bottom of the – look at that letter you were just reading, right on the bottom of it. The last. Okay, hold on, hold on. That was the Department of Health. Yeah, Department of Quality. Nope, no CC here. Right down there on the bottom is down there where the business card is. Wait a sec, that's a different one. Uh, let me see which one okay, you're looking yeah, at. You're no, looking I at see, all right. CC uh, Roland Rickus, yeah. NRC New- Region 3. Nuclear Regulatory Commission Region 3. Okay, so what was his, where's his letter? No, no, they, they, don't, they don't do that. What they did is they gave me, they mm-hmm. instructed me to call these guys here who wrote this, uh, the, the Michigan Department of uh, uh, Hazardous Waste. And I told them, do I have to call them? They said, yeah, you got to call them because we need to know the status of what you got. They said, because you could be charged on the Patriot Act if you did dispose of it because that scientist did give you good information. All right, okay, okay, let's, let's get on to uh, number right. 19. This is a letter from the U.S. Uh, Senate, the United States Senate. Yes, and, and it says over here, based on the information, I am unaware of what assistance my office can provide at this time. Uh, right. Let me see. My aide was, has contacted Wayne State University, Department of Geology, and the National Aeronautics and Space Administration on your behalf. According to both of these offices, analysis tests were not conducted on the aggregate you provided. Therefore, it is not possible to request the test results. Furthermore, right. according to the response sent to you by NASA dated February 13, 2001, NASA is not permitted to conduct the level of testing which you are seeking. Right. Now, what happened there is uh, when, I, when Senator Levin wrote me that letter, 
uh, also the aide that had uh, I had talked to there that was working on my mm-hmm. case had talked to NASA, and that aide was the one that discovered that NASA was keeping secret files on my rock. And when I when when I told the aide about that, uh, I asked I told him I said, look, I'm going to go after those files. I'm going to file a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit. Mm-hmm. When I did, because, see, uh, I don't know, that aide just probably should not have told me this information. So what happened was I filed a lawsuit, and then I went to Senator Carl Levin's office, and I asked him to have that aide uh, 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 testify. Uh, Senator Levin's office refused to have that aide testify. Therefore, the lawsuit would not go anywhere because that aide was the one that had that information about those files. And Senator Levin's office said he was not going to release it. Any information regarding that conversation? All so right, we're, we are we are coming down to the crux over here very fast uh, for mm-hmm. tonight. You also included a some other documentation. Now I'm going to leave this up on the website, and I'll let the listeners go mm-hmm. and peruse it at their at their leisure. Did you get the one with the with, uh, melting of the, uh, uh, the picture I sent? This dated 111802. Oh, jeez. That should have been the last one you got. I, I sent that last to you. Okay, hold on. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've yes, I've got that right here. Okay. That is number uh, You were asking me, well, what was, uh, how, do, how do I know about this object? What number is that that you got it number at? Number, figure 48. Uh, 48, yeah, that would be, uh, is it at the top or the bottom here? It's I'm at the very to... bottom. Very bottom? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, stand by. We've got to take a commercial break. We'll be back on the other side as the Exxon continues. Live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away, ExoNation. We'll be back talking more about this strange and unusual rock that nobody can find anything strange or unusual about. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation. Whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials, how we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. 
Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A Soul Balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. All right, Exxon Nation, welcome back. Um, Dalton Walker is our special guest now. We have on our site at www.exxon-radio.com forward slash dalton.htm all the information that uh, Dalton has sent us. We are going to leave this up here for you, the Exxon Nation, to peruse. And if you know of anyone who is a scientist or within the scientific community who would like to peruse this information and... Um, contact Alton, uh, have them contact us and we will certainly give uh, the people the information and the way on how to contact Dal- uh, Dalton. Now Dalton, over here you also included a, um, a civil action. Can you tell us a bit about the civil action? Right, that's uh, you had two. One was against NASA as I was telling you about the yeah. uh, aid from Scar Levin's office who refused Scar Levin refused that. Mm-hmm. Scar Levin personally refused to allow that aid to testify. And the second one, as a result of this here testing that was, it just it just concluded about two weeks ago with the federal courts. Uh, that was the Final Freedom of Information Act, and it allows them to seal the data, seal the information, to seal all information. No one right now should be allowed to contact the government about my Iraq or talk to my Iraq. They won't do it. And this is why you was ask, you were saying that everybody is denying everything about this rock. Obviously, that's what I'm telling you now. They're denying everything. Uh, if you look at this uh, scan image 131, that shows you the glass melting right there. Uh, like I said, I've done the test on the insects and all this good stuff. Also, I want your listeners to ask themselves, can they pick a rock up out of their garden and send it to NASA Johnson Space Center and then about a year or so later turn around and send the same rock to the FDA? Do you think these guys are that stupid to accept something like that? I don't think so. Well, so, you know, for one thing, I'm looking, I'm looking at the photograph, the mm-hmm. one that's uh, 111802, and to be honest with you, I can't tell what the heck it is. Uh, yeah, you can't. That's what I'm saying now, because that, that's because of that melting. If you look at the bottom of it, you see right above the paper there? You can see clear through that, that glass. Uh, yeah, but I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know what I'm looking at. Well, what you're looking at is a glass casing. It's It's... it's just a straight glass casing. You're right. It's hard for you to see. That's the whole thing. If, if in person, if you were looking at this thing in in in, uh, in reality, you could, it wouldn't look like this. But since we're so short on time, all I just want to say is this is why I'm trying to get a scientist, Rob. I need now to prove myself from my end of it. If I'm lying, I know I'm not lying. I I know what my test results are showing me. I've talked to scientists. Like I said, I've had scientists look at my data. They know that the government is lying. That Canadian scientist told me they're doing one or two things. Either they're lying or they're not doing the right test. They're right, not but, but I have to ask you in all honesty, I have to ask you here, the Canadian scientist, did he do any testing on the no, rock? No, no, did he just somebody that emailed, and I had oh, him Well, you know what? So how can he give a scientific basis? How can he give a scientific uh, report based on an email when he hasn't done an examination no, of No, no, he didn't give a basic scientific report. I was well, asking him about the non-ionizer radiation. 
Well, and he was, all right, he was if looking he, at the information that the government no, 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 was taking. I'm sorry. And, no. and he was just saying that the government information is for is not that was not enough. But, but once but once again, but once again, he did not see the rock. He took everything on the basis of what you told him. Therefore, no, no, no. He, he looked at that uh, uh, test results. Of, but of he that, did not uh, see the rock himself. All right, Bill, we've got to go. So, but the whole point is, is that you just can't get everything over the email. And I'm sorry, I still don't buy the validity of these claims. We'll be back on.